It's that time. Time for another thrilling, exciting episode of your all-time favorite podcast. It's time for the Geekstars! And welcome to episode 50, part one of the Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. And I'm your host, Sean. <laughs> and in this first hour from our live show from Sunday night on AquanetRadio.com, we uh, discussed DVD releases, uh, the top five movies of the week, and of course our DVD release that we tried on Thursday night that we usually watch. Which was Hollywoodland. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. I mean, uh, obviously you'll hear all the wackiness that ensues in the next hour. Uh, so, I'm guessing anything exciting happening this week in entertainment while those people are listening? Not that I was aware of. It seemed like a pretty slow weekend, so. Yeah, it was a slow weekend between Sunday and now, which is Tuesday night. Yes. Yeah. Not so much in the major. Actually, you know what? There was a major announcement in the whole Fifty Shades of Grey movie aspect oh really yeah but i forget what it was but we'll mention on next uh, the sunday's episode okay yeah when we go live on aquadeadradio.com <laughs> so ba- sit back and enjoy Welcome to Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. And I'm your host, Sean. And let's start out like we always do with releases of the week. Let's These... do it. <laughs> <laughs> These are releases that are coming out in the next week for purchase, so uh, we're just making you aware of it so you enjoy it. Okay. All right. Don't have to look at me. Just talk. <laughs> <laughs> All right. First uh, release is Now You See Me is coming out this week. Awesome movie. Now, you did see this in the theater, right? Yes. Uh, basically, it's... Uh... Magicians. Magicians. <laughs> Magicians in a heist movie. It's really good. I mean, it's got Woody Harrelson in it. Um, the kid who played Mark Zuckerberg. I always forget his name. Damn. Eisenberg? No. Jesse Eisenberg. Jesse Eisenberg. Yes. And uh, Mark Ruffalo. Yes. Incredible Hulk. He's the Hulk, yeah. Yeah, in the Avengers. It was really good. I mean, Morgan Freeman's in it. Michael Caine's in it. It's it's great cast. Really good movie. It was laughs. It kind of kept me guessing throughout the entire thing. So I was like, all right, let's, you know, definitely a buyer. Okay. All right. That's what I was looking for. Is if you like the heist kind of flick. Okay. And nope. magicians. <laughs> heist and the magicians. Yes. That's what you can get from this. Yes. Okay, good. Uh, next is Lords of Salem is coming out. Now, we did talk about this in a previous podcast with our actor friend Dave Sipon. Yes. and uh, He wasn't a fan of the movie. No. I remember that, but I mean, it's Rob Zombie's next latest uh, movie in his directing career. Yes. And uh, I don't care about this one as much, because now it gives him free up the 
a Broad Street Bullies movie about the Philadelphia Flyers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm looking forward to that one, actually. Yes. That's a that's definitely like if you're a Philadelphia Flyers fan or just a Philadelphia fan, you have to go see it. Yeah. I think Did... it's required by law. <laughs> required by Philadelphia law. EU Flyers! Woo! <laughs> Do you think this would be worth watching, though, Lords of Salem? I, I don't know. Um, I like some, sometimes the problem with some of his movies is it goes really, really out there. Okay. So, I mean, I, mean, I personally, my favorite of all his movies have been The Devil's Rejects. Yeah. I mean, I, I, as much as I like the first Halloween, the second Halloween was eh. Okay. You know? But and The Lord of the Salem, I heard also from my sister, it was like really freaky and weird. But it kind of reminded me of like House of a Thousand Corpses, which had a real freaky, weird vibe to it. Oh, okay. But The Devil's Rejects was like such a really good movie. I was like, well, you should make more movies like that. That's why I'm kind of curious to see his take on the uh, Broad Street Bullies. I, I know it's bad, bad to ask this, but The Devil's Rejects, that's the one where they were going to get caught by the cop and yes. they were on the run. It's kind of like the sequel to House of a Thousand Corpses. Okay. But I you did... don't really need to see House of a Thousand Corpses to appreciate The Devil's Rejects. Yeah, I mean, I, I actually saw The Devil's Rejects, and I actually really enjoyed that because I'm not really a horror movie kind of guy, and I thought that was really well done. Yeah, I didn't really feel like it was a horror movie. It was more like a, a getaway movie. Yeah. And I was like, all right, you know. It was just badass. I love that movie. Best use of Freebird. Best ending ever. It was just so. It was just so good. Well, at least it's you know. I think it may be worth watching. I mean, if you're a Rob Zombie fan, I think you should go see it. I heard mixed reviews. Some people like it. Some people don't. It really depends on personal taste. I think as every always comes down to. Of course. And next on our list is Sharknado. Oh yeah. <laughs> love. Okay, now uh, I'm gonna guess. Let me think. It's a. Uh, a tornado full of sharks. Yeah. And as I remember, we saw it. It was not one, but three. Three tornadoes <laughs> full of sharks. And, uh, yeah, it was a, it was one of those uh, sci-fi movies that were really bad, but bad to good it, to watch. It, for some reason, if people haven't watched Sharknado, it is probably now, I, I would say, in your best interest to be up on pop culture, to kind of go, I have to watch Sharknado. If you, well, number one, it's great if you love really bad movies. Yes. Number two, it's a really bad movie. <laughs> yes. So, I mean, I can see you people like, I can see this being like the next midnight movie, you know, people going and throwing stuff at the screen going, Sharknado! You know, <laughs> stuff like that. I can so see the guys at Mystery Science Theater 3000 getting their hands on this and just having a ball. You know, actually, they're not called Rift Tracks. <laughs> right. So, but now, yeah. you did say that uh, they did open this for a weekend uh, in the theaters? Yeah, it was. It hit the theaters like, real brief. I think it was one of those, like, hey, because Sharknado is such a pop, a pop culture phenomenon for, like, that night for some reason. It just seemed to be like it struck pop culture gold. <laughs> I guess for the bad, you know, it, the, the poor quality of video, and of special effects, the bad one-liners, Ian Ziering, just wheeling those chainsaw, just... <laughs> you should be at the Peach Pit. <laughs> and Tara Reed, the great comeback of Tara Reed. <laughs> I heard they were doing a sequel for this. Yes, it is called Sharknado 2, the second one. The second one. That is, they actually did a contest on Twitter for the best name. I mean, it was like, and it's it's going to be set in New York this time. Yes. And my like, I was joking like, oh, Sharknado 2. Uh, Sharknado takes a bite out of the Big Apple. <laughs> you know, but someone was just like, the second one. Enough said. Enough said. <laughs> I think it kind of sums it up right there. So, yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait to see the second one. But if you're a fan of the movie, I definitely got to pick that up. 
<laughs> Damn you, Sharknado! <laughs> All right, what's next? Next is the final Final Destination box sets coming out. So if you want it all in the collection of a nice box set, I, you know. Yeah. Okay, I thought the first one was okay. I like the second one. Yeah. Then after a while, it's just like you only go for the movie for the death scenes. Really? Yeah. I mean, the death scenes are always unique and different. They're always kind of like full attention. They they really dick tease you with like the oh, are they going to die this way or are they going to die that way? It's like. And then some over-the-blown top, like, oh, somebody three rooms over tripped over a wire that caused a short circuit into the town next, the next town over, and that there was a blowback of that into the second state around there, and <laughs> then they come back, and somehow your bird shits in your head, and you get blinded by it, and you fall into a bus and get killed. <laughs> All right. So look forward to that for, you know, Final Destination 7 or whatever, whatever they're up to. <laughs> whatever they're up to now, yeah. So if you want to wait, I'm sure they're going to have a big box set when they're finally done all the movies. And... I don't think they'll be done that movie. Never? Nah. I It'll mean, be an ongoing? Especially now with the advent of 3D and a lot of movies, they really push the horror 3D aspect. Yeah. So you get like an eyeball flying on the screen going, ah. <laughs> okay. Good <laughs> to right. know. What's next? Next is a directed... DVD video uh, Blu-ray type thing. It's called Empire State. It has Liam Hemsworth in it, um, and uh, it looked kind of interesting. It's about uh, a security guard job at the Empire State Armored Truck Company. Chris makes his way, makes the mistake of monitoring the ta- uh, company's tax. Ooh, <laughs> that actually sounds boring. Never mind. All right, let's go on. The big thing is Liam Hemsworth, who's big in the, um, well, number one, he's Thor's brother. Yeah. He was engaged to Miley Cyrus, waggling tongue herself. And then uh, he's also in the Hunger Games. Oh, you know, I, f- I forgot. The reason why I picked this movie was because one of your favorite actors is in it, The Rock. Oh, now, now, now I'm sold. You just sold me a ticket. <laughs> I'm going to have to rent it. I love The Rock. <laughs> if you smell what the Empire State is cooking. <laughs> He probably got paid like a bunch of dollars, a bunch of money, just be like in for like ten minutes. Yeah, <laughs> they gave like an executive credit and then uh, yes, a percentage of the DVD sales. Yeah, yeah, right, whatever. What's next? <laughs> next is Puppet Master versus Demonic Toys. That's a two thousand four release. <sighs> yes, first time on Blu-ray. So if you want to see it in beautiful Blu-ray, there you <laughs> go. Catch that magic that is Demonic Toys. Puppet Master. I was always a fan of the Puppet Master series, though. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good series. That's all you got to say. You ever see it? I've seen parts of it. I've seen seen one or two movies. So I softball you a, oh, yeah, I remember back when, and you got nothing. (laughs) I never played sports. (laughs) (sighs) What's next? I did play hockey, but that's another story. You were the puck. (laughs) (laughs) I felt like the puck. Anyway. Uh, next on uh, is The Vampire Diaries. The complete four season is coming out. Okay, I think we've already established that I was a fan of the show for a while. You were. You're not a fan anymore. Well, I, had, I kind of fell off this past... Uh, probably the fourth season, I kind of fell off. Really? Just could, Time or just, uh, just didn't like it? Time. I mean, I would be busy doing something on Thursday nights, and Thursday nights is when you and I usually do like a movie you right. know, and chill and relax. And So I would have come home and I'd be like, oh, look, there's seven episodes of Vampire Diaries on my DVR. And it's like, I don't think I want to devote that much time to catch up on the show. <laughs> you know, I mean, like, I, 
the the lead chick in it, um, Do Brave or whatever the hell her name is. Yeah, she's not really my type of girl, so it's not really keeping me interested. In look, at least to go, oh, pretty girl, you know. Uh, the only one I actually liked was this this uh, one of the older vampires. I think her name was Anna. So now I'm forgetting them all. <laughs> she was just super hot, and I was like, I could watch her. She's British, and you know, and I'm like, oh, the accent, why not? You know, but <laughs> yeah, it just kind of fell off. All right. Oh, yeah. Are we going to pick it up then and try and catch up? Or uh, no, because I don't have. I don't have. I don't like to buy a season of a DVD of a show that I have. I don't already own. Like I don't own the box sets of seasons one, two, or three. Really? Really? I thought you would pick those up. No. Again, I like it was one of those like little, like a guilty pleasure kind of shows. Yeah. Where I can just veg for like an hour and go, okay, there's someone getting their heart ripped out. Nice. Some <laughs> blood. Yeah. All right. But then in the midst of all that, it's like. But I love you. No, I love you. But I love you. I hate you. <laughs> but you love me. I do. And it's just like, ah. <laughs> I thought that's the reason why you're watching the show. No. I'm not really into teen melodrama. <laughs> if I was, I yeah, no. <laughs> I'd be like a Gossip Girl fan or something like that. No. <laughs> and you don't watch Gossip Girl? No, never did. Oh, okay. Good. Never watched a single episode. Well, your 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 always your argument for Vampire Diaries was like they don't glitter. Well, that's the only reason that good a good part of the show is don't glitter. Right. It's not, but it, you still have that teenage angst for some reason. It's like you're an immortal, you're a vampire, you're obviously wealthy enough so you can do whatever the hell you want to do. Right. And yet you still have to be trivialized by about whether or not someone likes you. <laughs> like really, you've been around for. 300 years and your feelings are hurt because someone insulted your hair like come on like, get over it just snap your neck drink their blood and move on I don't care how much she reminds you of a long dead vampire chick <laughs> just saying I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just astonished at how much information you remember That's you know. I used to watch the show all the time yeah. it was just not until this season it was like I just kind of fell off right. but like I said Show was popular enough to have a spinoff coming this fall. That's the right. originals. Are you going to catch that? Probably because it's got the hot blonde in it that I like. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you follow where the hot blonde goes, yes. where the hot chick goes. Yeah, okay. Yes, I, I am definitely a, a, a man of carnal needs, so I'm just going to go, pretty girl, watch show. <laughs> well, I, I can even watch it with the sound off. That's, you know, <laughs> I don't need to hear, boof, when I when they see somebody get punched. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, I think it's time to move on. <laughs> no, I don't. I want to talk more about vampires that don't glitter. Okay, go ahead. No, I got nothing. Go uh, ahead. What's next? <laughs> next is Persons of Interest. Season 2 is coming out. Very good show. Yes. I like this. Ben Linus from Lost. And Jesus himself is in the show. Henry Caviezel. Jesus. Jesus. He's from Bachelor of the Christ. He's Jesus. He'll always be Jesus to me. Like... Dad and I went to the movies today, and I'll get to about. We went to go see Elysium. Yes, and I'll get to my review later in the show. But in the trailers, they had the. I can't wait for this movie. It's called Escape Plan. It's Sylvester Stallone, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Stallone is like I mentioned on on the, our first show here. Yeah, and Jesus himself is the bad guy. He's the evil warden. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, I'm in. All right, cool. You are gonna break out of this prison. <laughs> I'll help you. <laughs> Now, did you do you, do you watch this show regularly? Um, or Okay, now, it's one of the shows that I didn't catch on TV. Uh-huh. But I did like, I do like Ben Linus, Michael, whatever his name is. Right. And Jesus. 
So I actually <laughs> bought the Blu-ray, the season one Blu-ray, and watched it. I'm one of those people. It's like I won't. Like it's I'm weird about my television watching because I can watch a show about vampires and go yeah faithfully for a while. And not buy it on Blu-ray. Right. But then a show like this, I can go, you know what? I didn't watch it at all, but I'll pick it up on Blu-ray because I like the actors. Okay, cool. Like like, um, like last week, NCIS and, and NCIS Los Angeles came out on DVD. Yeah. And there are shows I love, mm-hmm. but I love them because I buy them on DVD. And I can just, we've talked about it, like just I can just veg out for like a day and a half just watching nothing but that. Be caught up in time to watch the season premiere of the following season. And then I don't have to watch the show the rest of the season until it comes out on DVD. <laughs> so and then do it all over do again. Do it all over again. All right. Uh, next on our list is uh, Sinbad. Season one's coming out. This is, I think, on Sci Fi. Yeah, the Black Comedian's got a TV show. <laughs> He's back. He's back. <laughs> the nicest black comedian of all time. <laughs> so, anybody. Did you haven't noticed. No, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> all right. Uh,. Where were you going? I was just waiting on you. Oh. Season one, I'm assuming it's the Sinbad of the old timey, like Sinbad and the Eye of Tiger, and he's yes. a he's a pirate or a, you know yes he's a swashbuckler. I think this is. I don't know if they canceled the show yet or not. I don't, I don't think, think it's so, doing well. Well, I don't know. Who cares? But season <laughs> one's coming out. Yeah, it's Sinbad, a young man on a quest for redemption, condemned to keep searching for a way to lift the curse that chains him to the seas. Until he could find the goddess in himself. The goodness in himself. <laughs> Not the goddess in himself. Completely different movie. <laughs> You're really like I am. So. <laughs> <laughs> Completely different movie. I'm a dude. We had, I have a goddess inside me. Just bursting. <laughs> he runs around. He twinkles during the day. <laughs> yeah, all right. Only thing I know about this show, it's got Saeed from Lost in it. Okay. And the kid actually was at this year's Philly Comic Con. Was he? Yes. You didn't pay much attention to your surroundings, do you? No. Nope. Yep. We walked right past him like three times. We did? Yeah. I was like, yeah, let's get him Sid Bad. <laughs> You're too busy going, ooh, Henry Winkler. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, look, new show, kind of supposed to be all hip, get you know, get his autograph while it's hot. Henry Winkler. <laughs> <laughs> Candace Bailey. Yeah. <laughs> Candace Bailey. Where's Paul McCartney? Not Paul McCartney. And Andrew McCartney. Paul McCartney, completely different comic guy. <laughs> Andrew McCartney. Or McCarthy. Is it McCarthy or McCartney? McCarthy. Thank you. Less than zero? Yes. Andrew McCarthy. Yes. Okay. Which, funny you mentioned that name because we have a news article about another uh, person in that movie. I wonder who. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Tune in. <laughs> All right, what's next? Next is um, Spartacus, War of the Dam, the complete I, fourth, third series, sorry, season's I, coming out. That's the last I, season, actually, for them. I am Spartacus. Yes. No, I'm Spartacus. No, I'm Spartacus. Yeah, it's it's, it's complete third. So the show's only been on for three years? No. It's been on for, like, five. So then it's but not the, the last but season. But the War of the Dam is the third season of the War of the Dam series. Oh, uh, okay. you got to explain that to me. Yeah, first it was... Uh, Spartacus. Yeah, but it was like I think Sand and Blood. And that guy died. Yeah, and then and, and then Gods of the Arena was the short one that they did, and then it was the War of the Dam was the three seasons that he did, so it's like five seasons. Oh, okay. So it's like War of the Damned is like the arc for like the last three seasons. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh, okay. That really doesn't make much sense to me, but all right. I am just waiting for the Spartacus. I heard the show was really, really good. 
and I did watch the first season, and I did like it. Yeah. Um, it's got Xena in it, so yeah, you know. But it's I'm waiting for that box set to kind of go. All right, the show's done over, and it was really good, so I'll just get the box set. Okay, and be done with it. And be done with it. What's next? Next is Haven, the complete third season. Yeah, I don't watch this show. <laughs> What's it about, Ed? It's when FBI agent Audrey Parker arrives in Haven, Maine, on a routine case. She quickly finds herself involved in the return of Troubles, the series of a supernatural afflictions that have long cursed the seaside town and its residents. I do know it's based on the uh, Stephen King novel or, yeah. or like his town or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Has it any good? Have you seen it? Nope. Neither have I. Yeah. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> Next is Lex, the complete series. God damn it. <laughs> this show is like a curse for me. Because <laughs> you were looking for like every season. On... I, okay. We, I think it was like last year we went to, um, I think it was a Comic-Con. Yeah. Or it was a horror con or one of the cons. Yeah. And there was a bootleg of all the whole entire series. So I was like, all right, you know, I'll go pick it up because I kind of like the show. I remember being younger watching it and. It's kind of like it's got like the pseudo sexual chick in it and like a vampire, emo vampire, and right. um, a crazy robot head who's supposed to be in love with Lex because apparently she's like a genetically pleasure doll kind of thing. And <laughs> it's really bizarre and really out there. And I just remember watching and going, all right, I can get into it. And I remember picking up the season and then we were shopping around. We were walking through like Target. And I was like, I mean, they actually have like real legitimate copies at like super cheap prices. So I want to get make the original copies. Okay. And I tried watching season one, and every time I try, for some reason, it's like I don't remember it being this boring. <laughs> <laughs> All the hype, you got excited, bought it, and then fell asleep. Yes, here is it's it's held as the most imaginative sci-fi since the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. That is not. I mean, that's not good company. Hitchhiker's Guide to the, Guide to the Galaxy is kind of comical and yeah. far off. But yeah. I guess Lex had a little bit of that, except more adult oriented. Um, but not like porn wise, just kind of like adult themes, right? And then Lex follow uh, Lex follows the nomadic existence of four misfits characters who have inadvertently stolen the most powerful weapon of destruction ever made, a Manhattan sized genetically modified modified insect ship, because it looks like a fly. Okay, filled with eccentric stowaways, outrageous planets, and more. Lex is a must see mix of laughter and sci fi action. You didn't see the laughter, did you? Again, I was younger, and I wasn't... Again, it was one of those... Uh, sci-fi used to run it a lot, but it was ran at like 1, 2 o'clock in the morning. Right. So at 1, 2 o'clock in the morning, you're just kind of... It's just background noise. Yeah. And it is one of those things, like, they had like a couple different girls playing Lex. And again, it's pretty girl. Why? <laughs> 2 o'clock in the morning. I'm not really paying attention. I remember going, all right, who's the emo vampire? Because he's like a space vampire with long hair, and it's got the bang. I mean, like... Tim Burton-esque kind of bang. Right. And, yeah. And the one guy is like an old janitor. And they all seem to be in love with Lex. But Lex is in love with the vampire. And the vampire is too emo to kind of even care. <laughs> and there's this robot head who's really into her. You know, and it's like bizarre. It's bizarre. And I'm like, at the time, I wasn't, I didn't know it was designed to be kind of comical. Right. Or just bad. <laughs> you know, but now if it's supposed to be, it's a mix of laughs and sci-fi action. I might actually have to go revisit the show. All right. Again. All right. And go, yeah, still haven't laughed. <laughs> let, let us know, please, if you watch it. No, no one cares. <laughs> <laughs> I'll watch it for my own pleasure, and I'll just go, yeah, I've seen it. All right. <laughs> What's next? Next is The Office. Season 9 is out. Or it's coming out. Sorry. Well, it's coming out this Tuesday. Yes. And it is the final season, isn't final it? Final season, yep. So it has the, if you want to. 
catch up with all nine seasons of The Office, it's now's your chance. Coming this Tuesday. All right, so I'm assuming there'd probably be like a big, big, giant, awesome nine-disc box set or something. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I watched the show. I thought it was funny sometimes. I mean, I prefer the British version. Right, right. I mean, though, the thing was is that there was always episodes I'd watch, and it's like I, I work in an office, and a lot of that kind of imitates like what it is. So it's like it's we we laugh hysterically because you know it's something you see on comedy, and then you're actually happening in real life. It, you're like, it's very, it was very good at, at uh, art imitating life. Yes, versus life imitating art. Now, I mean, granted, season nine was I think it was a little bit out there because I think they were trying to push the envelope because they knew it was ending so they just kind of oh so they kind of went off the rails a little bit instead of being the mockumentary kind of thing they actually did bizarre stuff yeah give me an example because I didn't watch like for me it was I watched the British version which is maybe like total of 15 episodes of the British one and then how they were able to Americanize it and suck nine years out of people's time and lives (laughs) because they can't just they're not never they're never satisfying with just making a a small nucleus of a show, making it awesome, and then letting it go. Right. Because it's, it's the big three networks. Like That's why I like Dexter, or like we just got done, uh, the this the Glade season finale came, it was like 13 episodes, done, in and out. They were able to focus on storylines and real good stories, mm-hmm. instead of just drawing it out year after year after year. So give me one of those far out moments. Oh man, I knew you put me on the spot here. No, so. you didn't. I make this up as I go along. You know that. <laughs> well, I mean, it's kind of like the some of the office stuff is like you know they're the group of them are starting a startup company that was supposed to be like for uh, Philadelphia uh, sports uh, celebrities or uh, athletes that they were going to like help promote them and that kind of thing, and. So they were like they're in Scranton, of course, the show, and they're you know doing this in Philly. So all these people are working like both jobs. I'm like, yeah, that's kind of far out there. Like, uh, like the company, be like, yeah, okay, thanks for your you know all your time with us, but you know like we're, eh, all right, yeah, it's kind of bizarre that way. And then they got into relationships with people, and you know, and it's kind of like got, got a like, cutesy and sad type thing, and it was wasn't as funny as it was in the last eight years. So. Eh, okay, oh, I'm looking here. Like some of the bonus stuff is the 2003 casting. Never before, never before seen audition tapes featuring the cast of the show, plus a few surprise auditions from few future comedy stars, including Seth Rogen, Eric Stone Street, John Chow, and more. So basically, someone went there and went, you know that Seth Rogen guy? Yeah, he's not funny. Let's not hire him. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he's going to go anywhere. <laughs> yeah, he's nobody. Eric Stone Street? Yeah, I don't think he's going to be... Yeah, I don't think he's nobody... But yet he's on one of the biggest shows ever, Modern Family. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah. He... Who did the casting? <laughs> I mean, apparently the show lasted nine years, so it was, you know, good, I guess, in some yes. degrees. All right, well, what's, what else is coming out? Revolution, the complete first season's coming out. Did you see the show? No. Neither did I. I mean, I, am, um, I do know some people who do watch it, and they really do like the show. Problem is, ABC really didn't stick to kind of like a plan on how, when they were going to show it. And so they like, were switching days on it? They were switching days and switching times. Oh. And it'd be like, okay, well, we're going to show you these two episodes and then two weeks off for some reason. And so it was really hard. I think it was like real short, like 13 episodes. But then they said that since they're coming back for season two, that the writers also even admit they had no idea where they were going to go with the show. It's like, then don't you have a plan before? Like, <laughs> I mean, okay, it, it is... It is um, a thriller written by Eric Kripke, who writes Supernatural, who created mm-hmm. Supernatural, and J.J. Abrams' 
bad robot production. Right. So I think that ABC went, Supernatural's a hit, J.J. Abrams is great, yeah. let's just green light it, and then you get a bunch of people going, what's the show about? We better think of something quick. Like, <laughs> we didn't think we'd get this far. Yeah. Like, holy crap. What <laughs> They're are we giving doing? us money now. We better we better write a script. <laughs> it's kind of like this show. Like, yeah, we're just doing it. Hey, here you go. Go in there. What? Huh? <laughs> we got to produce? We got to do something? Holy crap. <laughs> we can see it mildly talk, mildly talk for an hour. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so, yeah. So, apparently now they have an idea where they're going to go with the season two. So, uh, maybe I'll check it out. I'm just not really... Yay, the, like the whole premise of the show was that the lights were out. Like something happened in the world and the power's all out. Yeah. Well, apparently at the end of season one, the power's back on. Shouldn't that be end of show? <laughs> like that's the whole point of this. That's the whole driving part of the show is something happened and the power is out around the world. It's a global power outage. And it's how people learn to readjust their lives. It's very kind of like, like there's a guy who's kind of like Han Solo-esque. Yeah. You know, and it's like, okay, power's back on. Why do you need season two? Like, <laughs> power's back on. Get those computers up and running. Let's get going, people. I think that's like, can't they just get a, like, a wind, like the, the old days, like with windmills or with, uh, well, I, with I the water, uh, water mills and that kind of thing and generate, make generators and that kind of thing and, you know, get the power that back well, that way? Well, there's something that happened, like, as far as, like, an EMP explosion where, like, all electrical units are out, like, planes falling out of the sky, that yeah. kind of thing. So, I, I don't know. I, you know, they, the big mystery was it was, like, it was, like, 15 years after that incident is when the show takes place. Yeah. So now that the lights are on, what, get some weed whackers because there's a bunch of grass going through some stuff. Right. Get some lawnmowers, some weed whackers. Yeah, they used to have those old push mowers. Yeah. I mean, it's like you don't even need electric power for that. Clean that shit up and get, get back on track, people. Yeah. Like, show's over. <laughs> like, yeah, we did. We got the power back on. <laughs> it was a plug. It was unplugged. <laughs> Bob just... tripped like 15 years ago and unplugged it and no one knew it. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody checked the power strip. You just hear him in the background. My bad. <laughs> Fifteen years of living in darkness because Bob's klutz. <laughs> yeah, so what's next? Next is Criminal Minds, the complete eighth season. I'm surprised this has been on for eight years. I mean, it's not a bad show. It's a good show. I like it. I've it's seen an FBI profile kind of show. It's they... recalled Greg from Dharma and Greg. Yeah. He's now like a hard ass. Yeah. You know, I like it. I've seen a couple things. I think my favorite episode is the one with Tim Curry is like a serial killer. I mean, anything with Tim Curry and I like. But. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I remember that one now. Threw me off the second one. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah. So if you're a fan of that show, go get it. Go get it now. Well, go to Tuesday. <laughs> Tuesday coming up. What's next? Next is It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, the complete A season. Love the show. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Every year, Does I think your they go. Cat make too much <laughs> noise. <laughs> I I did, I missed that episode, and you saved me the commercial. I start laughing, and then I saw the episode, and I thought that <laughs> it's my favorite episode of all time. Yes. Kitten mittens. <laughs> your cat make too much noise. <laughs> that poor cat, though, he's like can't, couldn't walk because he can't feel his paw, his pads on his paws, and he just falls over the table. It's hilarious. Yes, if those people at home go to YouTube, kitten mittens. All I'm, guess all I'm giving you. <laughs> we'll wait. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, what's that coming out on DVD this week? Uh, ghost Hunters fan favorites. So if you're a Ghost Hunters fan, so basically like 12 people voted, wrote in, and said, "Do we like these episodes?" Yes. Yeah, I can't, I can't stand this stupid show. 
Actually, 16 people because there's 16 episodes. Oh, 16. Everybody got 16 people. This is my favorite episode. This is my favorite episode. Here's Steve's favorite episode of Ghost Hunters. I mean, it's, it's one of those shows that you could watch like a few weeks of it and you, you, you get it kind of into it just because it's like kind of like, well, wait a minute, maybe there's some truth. And then you see the kind of like the stupidity of it and you're like, you're looking at me like I'm crazy. Yeah. Well, I mean, okay, granted, I'm not one of those, you know, I, it's the fake reality show that I can't stand. It's like, hey, we're going to go to a place that's haunted and they go, it's all dark. And oh, did you hear that? Well, the worst is like, like the the cameras are moving around, pan around very slowly, you know, in that, in that green, you know, because it's the night vision, yes. you know, thing the Paris Hilton vi- vision, <laughs> <laughs> Paris Hilton vision, yes. And it, and then all of a sudden you hear a guy like kind of like, oh, what was that? And then they go over to that guy, and he's like, he's of course got the creepy looking eyes because he's in the night vision, right? And he's pointing like over there. Did you see it over there? And it's like takes him like four or five seconds before they finally pan over to that spot, and of course there's nothing there, and you're like, of course not, because there was nothing there from the start. <laughs> That's the whole point, people. There's nothing there. <laughs> Just once, I would love to have a show where some shit actually happens. Yes. It's always, what was that? Did you hear that? Well, every once in a while, that's the thing. I mean, you, that's the thing. You have to watch the show like every week religiously because every once in a while, they will find something or they will mock up something. Look, <laughs> the, if I can't dedicate an hour of my time to watch a hot vampire chick at one hour a week, there's no way I'm watching four fucking idiots wandering through the dark going, what was that? <laughs> I saw the Blair Witch Project. I wasn't impressed. Move on. <laughs> All right. So that's all our DVD releases of the week. <laughs> Slim Pickens, as far as I'm concerned. Slim Pickens? Yeah. There's some good stuff in there with some just real bad crap. <laughs> You're like, I want more. I want... No, I just, I'm Give not... Give me more? I'm, for releases, that's perfectly fine. But the quality, the quality of stuff that's coming out <laughs> okay. is poor. All right. Like Ghost Hunters, fan favorites. How many fucking fans do these people have? <laughs> That th- 16. For, for them to be able to kind of go, oh, you know what? We've had a whole bunch of people write in. They're like, these people like these, really like these 16 episodes of four morons in the dark going, what? Did you see that? No, I didn't. Where was that? It was behind you. What? Did you hear that? For an hour. Yeah. Nah, sorry. Nah? Nah. Nah. Move on. Okay. What's, what's, what's coming out of video games? All right, so let's go to this video is my games. Shit. <laughs> this, this is your bag. This is my bag. First, of course, I have to say Diablo 3 is coming out this week on console. Awesome. Xbox 6360, PS3, and they're talking about doing a PS4 launch for it. Yeah, well, yeah, I can see that, but I mean, i got to be honest, I picked it up when I first came out on, on PC. Yeah. I mean, and, and I love it. It's. Pretty... I like I like the series. I mean, I haven't picked this one up yet because um, I'm trying to play other games. And I got you hooked on Skyrim. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, oh, you got nothing to do Here's some video crack. It's called Skyrim. <laughs> See you later. Thanks. You're welcome. How's well, so how are you enjoying the game? I don't know where I'm going. I'm just wandering around. Um, I've been lost for three hours. Where? I don't know. I had no idea. I'm like, just what I do is just follow that pointy thing. I know, and I just keep getting distracted. Because it is literally like, it's ADD for like shiny things. It's like, you're walking along, trying to get to your thing, and all of a sudden you see up on your me- your thing, or your your 
compass. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's something getting close to something else. What's over there? Yeah. <laughs> oh, what's over there? And then, or, or, you, or you could walk by something, and then all of a sudden, the, a title comes up. You're entering the cave of vampires. I got to check this bad boy out. Exactly. <laughs> cave of vampires? I got to walk in there. I'm in. I'm in. Oh, look, a dragon. I get to kill that? Sold. Sold. <laughs> yes. I'm going to take it out with an arrow. <laughs> you know? Like, it's just great. It's Literally, you can get lost for days. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I mean, I've noticed you look thinner, too, since you started playing. You haven't eaten. You haven't slept. <laughs> I haven't slept now. Like, the sun comes up. I'm like, crap. <laughs> and you have a 12 hours straight. And you have a job. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Okay. We got the Diablo 3. Like, I have it on PC. And it it's, plays just like all the other ones. Yeah. You know? But, I mean, it's great that it's coming to console. But for if they're rumoring the PS4, it's just because the PS4 now is a little bit more powerful. Yeah. I wonder if it's going to come out for the Xbox One. Yeah. 80. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, yeah. I would definitely, if you haven't picked up the PC version, go pick up the, the console. console game. Game, I mean, because... Yeah. I gotta be honest. I'm so, I'm so console driven mm-hmm. that my hands automatically fall into that you know, X triangle square circle mode. Right, right. So when I get to a computer game and it's a, I gotta look a the A W S Z. I'm like lost. I'm like, what? Do, how do I? No, just give me a button. That's all I want <laughs> is just a button. So, but I mean, I had to go pick it up because with Diablo, it's just like, oh, I'm gonna go over here. Click. I'm going to be up this by Click. <laughs> Ooh, look. Blood and gore and gold. Click. That's it. That's, how, that's pretty much it. That's how I played the that's how I played Diablo 3 on the PC. Yes, you can go online and like bother somebody else that's doing their shit. But I'm like, eh, they're doing their thing. I'm doing my thing. Click. I'm going to go over here now. That's my thing. That's your thing. Yep. I am curious to see how it's going to play in, like, the console. Like, are you going to have to use your controller to actually move your character? Or can you, like, just, if you have, like, a highlighted finger and you just go, click, and it just walks over there. <laughs> you move around the highlighted finger with your controller. And yeah. Then, and then click. A, click. No, it's click. Click. Just click. <laughs> Look, he's walking. <laughs> Playing a video game. Click. <laughs> just sit back and relax. <laughs> and even when it comes to attacking thing, you just gotta click, and it'll just automatically just keep hitting the same person over and over and over and over again <laughs> until they're dead or you're dead. Yeah, you don't have to do much, but it's great. It's awesome. It's awesome. <laughs> all right, so what's next? Next is Raymond Legends is coming out for all most of the all the uh, platforms. Yeah, the PS3, the Xbox 360, the Wii U, and the Vita. Yep. I I tried some Raymond Legends. Yeah. Some of the other ones. Eh, it's. It's one of those ADD games where you got to collect everything possible. Right. And there's like a storyline. I think the only thing I liked about Raymond Legends was that it did give you the rabbits. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the, those wackily crazy rabbits. <laughs> but that's about it. Yeah. But, you know, if you're a fan of that, go get it. New game, how can you be wrong? Right. I know there's a lot of fans. That's why they keep making new sequels over and over again. So, can't go wrong with it. Dead or Alive 5 Ultimate's coming out for the PS3 and Xbox 360. Okay, now I have Dead or Alive 5. What's the difference here? It's um, looking here. New stages, uh, deadly new fighters to deliver the ultimate fighting entertainment. Uh, okay, I know what this is. This is probably the, like the Game of the Year edition. Yeah. Where they take all their downloadable content that people either pay the season pass for and now offer it to everybody in one big package. Yeah. That's what they did with Mortal Kombat. Um, 
for especially for the Sony, the PlayStation Three came with. Uh, I bought that version because you could play uh, Kratos from God of War. Yeah, and then they also did Freddy Krueger. You could Mortal Kombat, Freddy Krueger in a Mortal Kombat game. <laughs> How awesome is that? Yeah, oh, that's great. But then I was like, okay, I got to miss down a little bit of character. Yeah, look at me. And all of a sudden, like a year later, it's like, oh, it's called the uh, Complete Combat uh, Combat Pack or whatever. And I'm like, he's in there. I'm like, you sons of bitches. <laughs> Son of a bitch. All right, what's next? And finally, Lego Legends of Chima, Larval's Journey for DS. Yeah, it's a Lego. We got go, again, ADD game where you go, collect this, collect this, collect this, collect this. Right. Shiny, shiny. Oh, shiny. <laughs> oh, shiny. <laughs> but it is based off of the new TV show on Cartoon Network. Oh, really? Yes. Where they're all kind of like, they kind of reminded me a little bit of like Thundercats because it's like, oh, uh, he's like a lion and right, right, a Lego lion, and it's set like a, it's like a cross between Thundercats and Lord of the Rings, right, right, gotcha. Know. But eh, all right, so okay, that was uh, that's all the releases. That's it. That is it. Well, you I mean, know, that's it. <laughs> that's a lot of releases. Uh, I'm just never satisfied. What can I say? <laughs> Apparently, wow. I'm, a, I'm a we call it a pop culture sponge. Just give me more, <laughs> more. Give it to me so I can make fun of it. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's do the, the top five boxes of the week. Yeah, weekend. sure. What was that? All right, we'll start with number five. Uh, Elysium came out for. Uh, or no, actually, didn't come out. Jeez, it's been out for four weeks. Um, it uh, made uh, six point three million this weekend, and a total of uh, seven eight seventy eight point four. So it's doing pretty well for four. So weeks it made almost eighty million dollars since yeah. it's been released, yeah. which is not bad. I mean, I saw it this weekend. Yes, I saw it actually uh, earlier today. Actually, earlier uh, today. Okay. Um, for those people who don't know, it's kind of like by the director who did District Nine, mm-hmm. which I really loved. If you haven't seen that, that's an awesome movie. Right, awesome movie. This one's kind of like uh, I would say, kind of like a set piece to it. Okay. Because it is very much in the same kind of atmosphere. The world's gone to shit. And then all the the 1% of the 1% wealthy people live up in a little space station called Elysium. Ah, okay. Where there's no... And it's really... I mean, it's really a good like political commentary on the world as far as... About healthcare. Right. Where up there, they all have healthcare. And they sit in this like little tube. Like almost like a tanning booth. Uh-huh. And like, oh, you have cancer. Whoosh, 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 whoosh. You're cured. Wow. And but yet the people down on Earth obviously don't have health care. Right. You know, or piss poor health care management. You know, like, <laughs> oh, I got stabbed in the gut. You got away over there for three hours. Kind of thing. <laughs> so Matt Damon, Matt Damon, he's, uh, you know, a guy. And through circumstances that he has at a job, he winds up coming up with a, a fatal dose of radiation poison and has five days to live. So he realizes if he goes to Elysium, he can cure himself. Right. Kind of thing. And then he also has like a checkered past. And okay. he goes to his friend Spider. <laughs> you know, every time I hear the name Spider nickname, I think Goodfellas. You know. And I, I thought you said I'm all right, Spider. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Wait, that much radiation didn't do anything to uh, make him turn into like green and angry? Okay. No, because it was no. it was pure radiation, not gamma radiation. Oh. Yeah, there's a difference. <laughs> This was pure, like, oh, you got a lethal dose of radiation, so you have five days. You have five days to live. Take these pills; it'll make you feel good for those five days. But at the end of the five days, and they send you. Wow! But he knows if he can get to Elysium, he can cure himself of it. And it turns into this whole like political intrigue because 
Jodie Foster's up in Elysium, and she plays kind of like the Secretary of Defense, and she tries to do something with to try to throw a coup over the the president of Elysium. Okay. And is there a pinball machine in her office by any chance? <laughs> no, there's not. <laughs> and then I didn't get that yet. No, no, I didn't hear it because I your mic wasn't on, so I just turned it on now. Oh, make a noise Say that joke again. I asked if there was a pinball machine in Jodie Foster's office. <laughs> now do you get it? Right. That was my favorite acting that she ever done in The Accused. You're next, college boy. I think she brought that on herself in that film. Personally. All right, back to your film. Right so she decides that this, uh, this, this kind of like she wants to try to take over Elysium to become president, right? To be able to kind of. She's a bitch. Yeah, of but course. She was really, really good. I mean, it's Jodie Foster. She's usually great in everything. Yeah. You know, despite how wacky she is in real life. <laughs> Excuse me. So, uh, so the things kind of go sour with that, but it involves Matt Damon inadvertently. Right. So she kind of has to get him to Elysium in a way to get the stuff that she needs to throw this throw overthrow the president. <laughs> so she can become leader. And, of course, there's always a chick involved who's got a daughter who's sick. And it's like, <laughs> you can save everybody. I don't want to save everybody. I just want to save myself. Fuck you and fuck everybody. <laughs> and then, you know, then they have the guy who's from District 9, the, the lead character from District 9. He also played uh, Mad Dog from the A-Team. Yeah, okay. You know, he's in, and he kind of plays like a psychotic killer. And he's really badass in this game, this movie, this game. Like, it felt like a game. You know what the reason why I say, the reason why I say game is because Matt Damon's holding a... a modified AK-47 that's got bullets in it that will cause an explosion like right before it hits the target cause an explosion to five meters of like circular damage okay. of, of an explosion so you can like that person's decimated wow like, when I see him I'm like that's badass I think I played that in a game <laughs> I, think I, have, I think I have that ammo in Borderlands 2 and to see it in action it's like wow that's pretty badass you know and of course I'm not going to tell you how it ends because I, it was really really good I mean I okay. was like kind of walking out going yeah, it was better than I expected because I heard like mixed reviews like some people thought it was great some people thought it was like really too hokey right. but it was definitely like very very not even thinly vowed it was overtly like in your face like healthcare sucks everyone should have it watch this movie <laughs> <laughs> get Obamacare now yes or move to Canada <laughs> so yeah so what else no, that, so that was my that's Sean's movie review alright so what's next number four is Planes is uh, made 7.7 million and a total of 70.8 million for four weeks so it's uh, another one that was on the list last week that uh, still there yeah still not impressed okay, Play, okay actually what was it <laughs> We actually, uh, thanks to our friend Dave Sipon, told us the plot of Planes, because I was curious about yeah. it. It's about a plane that's afraid of heights. <laughs> yeah. Go figure. It's a crop duster plane who wants to be up in the stratosphere or whatever, and he's afraid of heights. And, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a poor, more personal story. I'm afraid of heights, but, you know. <laughs> it could be a movie right up your alley. Well, I'm not technically. I'm not afraid of heights. I'm afraid of the sudden stop at the end of my fall. <laughs> kind of it's not like, the drop that the bothers you. It's, it's the, fun, the, sun, it's the sun sudden stop, stop at the All end right. that gets me. That's what I'm afraid of. So what came in at number three? Number three, we are the Millers. Another four week release. Uh, made twelve point six million, and it's at one hundred nine point six million. So, so that's that really well, hundred million dollars. Yeah. yeah, impressive, impressive. <laughs> All right. 
Number two movie was bumped off from number one last week. Lee Daniels, The Butler. Ooh, ooh, I got a, I got a little story about that one. Okay. Uh, on, we're on the way to the movies. My dad and I are talking about like you know movies and stuff. And he, the son of The Butler mm-hmm. is going up against... He's, say, he's saying that that movie is full of shit. Really? <laughs> really, that a lot of the storyline in that movie, he's actually encouraged people not to see the movie because of how false they, they really really made up some shit like apparently like at one point the butler's working for the president you know right. he's a butler it's, yeah you know and his son supposedly joins the black panthers at one point he's like i never was part of the black panthers and <laughs> they make oprah winfrey's character like a domineering bitch of a woman and she's like my mom was never like that he's like this movie's a bunch of pack of lies <laughs> like don't even say it <laughs> well that made 14.7 million this weekend and it's up to 74 million that's only after three weeks so Wait, how many? How much? How much was the total? It took. It took in this weekend was fourteen point seven, but it made seventy four total million. So, but if it made seventy four million total, how is it number two and not the Millers? No, no, it made fourteen point seven this weekend, so that's why it's number two. The uh, we and the Millers only made twelve point six. Gotcha. Kind of lost your throwing these numbers like, oh, like well, just give me what the number one. Yeah, what's number one? The number one movie, which I'm really shocked. One Direction, This Is Us. I am so not shocked at that. <laughs> 17 million, first week in release. Oh, Christ, what the hell's wrong with people today? I'm not <laughs> surprised. Who's your favorite song? Huh? Who's your favorite One Direction guy? Um, it, the guy who was banging Taylor Swift. Harry? <laughs> I guess. That's the only, that's, that's that's the only that's one I know. That's my favorite. It's the only name I know. Too. Exactly. Same here. I'm like, that's the only one I know. <laughs> I'm surprised you guys know the names of these people. Well, okay. Or the one. Yeah, well, see. All right, there you go. She, he has, Alice has an excuse. Thanks. Uh, the only reason why I know is because I, you know, I listen to Hollywood Babylon, and they've mentioned it a couple times, you know, Taylor Swift Lies. and how. Yeah. You lie. You know, That's right. I'm always singing the song. Like, yeah. You know, I was there this Best weekend. Best song ever. The best song ever, yep. It's a, he saw Elysium on Sunday, but it was uh, One Direction on Saturday night. Yes, I went by myself, <laughs> alone, wearing a trench coat in the back. <laughs> Did you drive the red station wagon with a full bag of candy on the front seat? Yes, and right before I left, I painted free hugs on it. <laughs> and I was doing... fake cast and ask, ask them to help you on the couch? Yes, but while I was in the theaters, I had the big bucket of popcorn and asking people they want to reach in and grab some. Yeah. <laughs> Are you about a size 14? Would you? <laughs> So, yeah, I'm not surprised because they're pretty popular. I was, you know, and it's in 3D, so you get the bump in pricing and, yeah. Yeah. You know what? I, 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 <laughs> you want to knock it at all? You know, it's hard to knock it because it's one of those things like, look, if NSYNC made a movie when they were a big popular, everyone would have saw that. New Kids on the Block. I mean, it's just the constant rotation of tweens and teenage girls going to see that because they think, one guy's cute. It's got nothing to do with the tone of their music. It's got nothing to do with the quality of their music. Right. It's just fluff that teenage girls go, Oh my God! Oh my God! Oh my God! So, yeah, I mean, I, it's like, all right, no, I'm not surprised. How much did it make this weekend? 17 million, even. And it just started. Yeah, first week. Yeah, you know, like, it'll be off by next week. It'll be number two. I don't think so. I think you're going to see like a major drop off. Really? That's my prediction. Okay. I, I think I think all the teenage girls. Once they saw it, that was it. They got their 17 million in and they're done. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think that that's once they got in, it, it's done. Okay. Like, well, I don't even know what's coming out next week. Yeah, but, uh, neither do I. 
of the yeah I'm sure it, it, whatever it is maybe that'll be knocked off <laughs> that's my prediction alright Sean's prediction for next week you the think we'll be in the top five at all no so I'll be surprised okay alright I mean, I, mean I, I I think it'll be still be in the top five but I don't think it's gonna be number two I think you're, you're right I think it's just gonna drop but you I don't. think it's gonna be uh, what's your prediction where do you think it's gonna fall in the top five four I was gonna say five there you go We'll have to see next week if it's true or not. Oh, tease the next episode. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap. What are we going to do? <laughs> Just have to tune in next week to find out. Oh, my God. You're kidding. <laughs> I got to be here next week. <laughs> Shit. I got things to do. <laughs> what do you have to do? I got to watch Hot Vampire Chicks <laughs> with, the, with the sound off. <laughs> don't glitter. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so... <laughs> Anyway, anything else you want to touch on before we go to a music break? We usually do our DVD release of the week from Thursday. Do you want to state oh, that for the later? No, let's do you know, We can throw that out there. Like I said you know, earlier, Ed and I usually get together on Thursday nights to watch a movie. And with all the Ben Affleck hype of him being Batman, I mentioned last week's show about him being the only actor that I know of to date that was also that was not only Bat, not only was going to be Batman, but also played Superman in a yes. movie. And that movie was Hollywood Land, which is pretty much the George Reeves story. Yes. So Thursday night we watched the movie. You, me, and we had our friend Dave Sivan come over. Right. So now I didn't ask you what your question, like if you enjoyed the movie or not, because I figured I'd wait till today. Okay. If Dave was here, I'd ask him, but he's not. Right. He eventually will be. Um, but uh, so what did you think of? Me? I I personally, I, it was my pick, so obviously I like it. Yeah. I know I enjoyed it. I mean, it's it was. I mean, if I don't know how true it was. Based on the information that they had on the on the, on the biography that they were based it on. Well, okay, for those people who don't know, it's basically the story of George Reeves, who was famously known as Superman mm-hmm. in the 1950s, 50s, 50s series, 60s, right. TV show. Um, he was a kind of a low-budget actor at one point. He had like maybe one or two big films, but he wasn't the lead. Right. So he was kind of like a, you know, I wouldn't say he was down and out. But he was always kind of a guy looking for that big become a star kind of thing. Right, he wanted to be the lead in something. And he comes across, you know, this chick, Tony... Uh, um, Maddox. Tony Maddox, yeah. And she's married to Bob Hoskins, who happens to re- run MGM Studios. Is Ed Maddox from, uh, yeah, MGM. Right, and he starts kind of like an affair with her. You know, she's like his... She He is her boy toy. Right. And she gets him a house, and he's always kind of asking her for help getting put in the movies... You know, and eventually he does this audition for Superman and gets the gig. And at the time, he's like, eh, no one's going to care. Right. Like, it's just a gig. You need a job. Yeah. And lo and behold, bam, it, it's Superman. Right. And it takes off. And when he was 42, he, you know, at, at the age of 42, he shot and killed himself. Right. But that's where kind of like the mystery goes on. Because depending on initial reports is that he shot himself in the head. But there was no gunshot. There was no gunpowder residue. Right. No fingerprints on the weapon. Um, then there's one theory that says that she had him killed because he fell in love with a younger woman, you know, and he was he brought her back to the place that he that she that Tony bought him like their love shack. Right. And then there's like another. Well, actually, in the movie, they kind of allude that it was. Well, they gave you three scenarios, three yeah. possible scenarios. Like you said, the one was it's a contract kill. From her, or actually her her husband, because yeah. he she was all upset because of the whole breakup thing. Uh, the second one was um, 
his, his the, the girlfriend. girlfriend that they never thought that they would be actually get married. So she got upset over that. So she ends up accidentally killing him because it was a fight over the gun and basically shot off in his head and he fell into the bed. And the last one off, which is what they think it is, is the fact that he actually committed suicide. He just was right. depressed because he wasn't getting any gigs. Yeah. I mean, his one big, like, there's a moment in the movie where he gets uh, a part and gone with, uh, from here to eternity. Yes. Which is a, one of the top, like, hundred films of all time. You know, apparently, if you ask any list. He's in it, but there's a shot of in the movie theaters where they see him talking to Burt Lancaster, and someone's they're they're basically making Superman jokes, right? And okay, at the time, you know, maybe nowadays no one would care because even I do those jokes like, "Hey, it's Ben Affleck, hey, Snoogans," you know, right. like, <laughs> you know, I'm Batman, you know, he'll, like, okay, I just did it earlier with uh, Henry Cavill, yeah, not Henry Cavill, George Jesus, <laughs> Jesus. He'll always be Jesus. Every time I see him... Caviezel. Caviezel. He's, yeah. he's Jesus. Yeah. So, if I was in the 40s, 50s, I'd be like, Hey, look at Superman. What up? Look up in the sky. It's a Hawaiian shirt. It's a Because <laughs> he's wearing a Hawaiian shirt in the scene. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but I mean, so of course he gets depressed and you can kind of see the director talking to like the studio exec and gives him the cut fingers. Like, right. we're going to cut that clip out because apparently he doesn't want people disturbing the film of this masterpiece right at the time you know to see like superman in it so that kind of really got him depressed and angst and he couldn't really find gigs and he was trying to do some like uh, directing behind the scenes producing that kind of thing i don't think that was panning out for him I, I, it, it does give you kind of like a harsh look at how hollywood's kind of run in the 40s and 50s right where it was definitely like the studio execs were like the all-powerful almost mob like mentality where like you did this for us because we have to push this picture, and if you don't, you might die in a car accident. Right, <laughs> you know that kind of a thing. Like yeah. you can be easily replaced. You're just a face and a body. I can get three more like you tomorrow. Right, and it was it's really really such a good movie. But actually, my personal, what did you like? I'm assuming I, while we were talking about it, you liked it. Yeah, yeah, it was it was highly <laughs> enjoyable, and it was just you know as I said, there was a lot of different a- avenues that you could have. I mean, the way they presented each way, it was like, you know, it, it, any scenario could have really worked out. Like, it could have been a contract killer. It could have been, you know, a suicide. Or it could have been the uh, fiancé. Accidentally shooting him. Shooting, shooting him, What yeah. do you think? I mean, your personal opinion. I mean, I'm, I'm still going with the suicide. Really? Even though they saw the two holes in the floor? You know, I mean, it's 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 one of those type of things where it's just like, well, how, how those two bolts? Because they only said they... The, the reports always still... Remain that there was only one gunshot fired. Right. So I mean, so like, maybe that was movie magic. Right. Yeah, you know, man. I mean, there there might have been a report where there was two gun holes in the floor, and right. then they maybe they shot the Luger like at another time and on the floor for some reason. Maybe. I mean, you the, the thing is about the, the, the how like I said Hollywood at that time it was so people died under those mysterious circumstances. I I kind of want to believe the whole he got whacked. Really? Yeah. I mean. No, no gunshot residue. I mean, okay, they said the gun was heavily oiled, so that's the reason why there's no fingerprints. But I mean, I'm kind of curious because at the end he was he was trying to look for work, and his manager, his uh, agent, was saying you can get into wrestling, but they want to see if you're physically in shape. And he goes, "Why don't you film me doing stuff?" Uh, now, of course, it was Ben Affleck doing this, you know, the flips and all. And you could he was like having back problems because he got into a car accident that they show in the movie that right. you know he had this problem. So it was like, if that actually happened, then maybe he was really depressed because he couldn't get the wrestling gig, you know, so he's not, like, getting the stuff he wants or, yeah, maybe, or enough I, to make the bills. I, I would suggest anybody out there who is, like, a fan of, like, 
okay, I like it because I like Ben Affleck. I also was a huge Superman fan as a kid. I got to watch all those reruns. Yeah. So and then hearing, wait, that guy killed himself? Like, holy crap. You right. know, the whole story itself, it's, it's done interwoven with Adrian Brody's character, who's the private investigator who's trying to investigate whether or not it was a suicide or actually murder. Right. Because he was hired by his mother. Right. You know, George Reeves' mother. So it's in, it's nicely interwoven between his story and George Reeves' story. Yeah, that was that was fascinating. The mother, I mean, you know, because the way yeah. she she played the oh, go ahead. Let's say, don't give him everything. Oh, Come go watch right. the movie. Well, the, there you go. There's a little tidbit for you. Watch it for at least that because that character was kind of the most, well, not the most, but an interesting aspect of it because just like you didn't really see it coming, and you're like, wow, like that was just kind of mind blowing to to see, you know, like, and then you was so. Yeah. Read it and enjoy it or buy it and enjoy it. Cause... Yeah, it's definitely one I gotta put my and put into my collection when I can find it. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I think on that we'll take a little break and come back with the news. Sounds good to me. All right. And see you in a bit, folks. Bye bye. Oh, it wasn't that much fun. Yes. Yes, it was. Laugh. I laughed. I cried. It became a part of me. Ed. It did. I'll forever be changed. All right. Even though you don't really remember it. I am not a clue what we talked about. <laughs> it was like listening to the show for the first time. <laughs> it was like, wait, I said that? Well, that was funny. <laughs> I can remember that. Wow. <laughs> Who knew? And, you know, because like two minutes after we walk out of the studio, I'm like, huh? What? Shiny. <laughs> huh? What? Who's that? <laughs> what? What? Huh? Okay. What? Huh? No way. I said that? Who's, you said that? What? Huh? Yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> he, he reacted pretty much spot on to what it was. Huh? What? I don't get it. Where am I? Who am I? Who's a strange person's hands in my pants? <laughs> It's your hand, Sean. Oh, it's my hand? What? <laughs> Who? <laughs> so that was the first hour, and then we went to commercial break, and then, nay, we, when we come back, we'll be talking about part two, bitches! So stay tuned, kids, and... Uh, if you want to contact Sean on anything we talked about, you can contact Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can contact Ed at, word, Ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you go to our Facebook page, Geeksters, and like us. Or you can just like also AquanetRadio.com's Facebook page. Yes. And hit their website, AquanetRadio.com, and give them a thumbs up for us and say, Hey, these guys, Geeksters, are awesome! And also catch us on every Sunday night, live, 7 to 10, Eastern Time, on AquanetRadio.com. Booyah!